You are listening to As a Woman, episode 41, Fear of Failure. In this episode, I'm talking all about fear and how it is holding us back from our true success. When we are afraid, we limit our own creativity and we place restrictions on what we can accomplish. Listen as I discuss ways that I break through my own fear of failure now. Welcome to As a Woman, the podcast hosted by fertility physician, Dr. Natalie Crawford, to educate and empower women. Each week, learn about your health, your fertility, and how they relate to your true self. Become a part of the community, fostering collaboration over competition while learning how to authentically find your voice and amplify others as a woman. Hi, friends. Welcome back to As a Woman. You are listening to episode 41 fear of failure. This episode is really important to me. I've been reflecting on this a lot lately as I try to look and see where I'm going in the future. I'm a huge believer that if you want to look ahead, you also have to look behind. You have to see where you've come from, look at what you've gone through, read through your own words and experiences, and reflect on what's really important to you. But learning from the past sometimes brings up things you don't love about yourself. And one thing that I've seen over and over again is that I frequently in the past have made decisions based on fear. I didn't recognize it at the time. I never would have told you that. And I've touched on this concept in a few different episodes in the past about my journey, but I really, really thought that this topic deserved its own episode because I really believe that as a woman, fear of perception, of failure, of so many things prevents us from seeing or believing in our full potential because we are brought up in this idea that we have to be perfect, that we can't make mistakes, that we don't fail. It really, really limits us. And especially professional women, especially women in medicine, I think this haunts us a lot. And it's not terrible. There's a great desire to want to be perfect and want to be successful. And medicine's a great example where the margin for error is so slim. There's a reason they want you to be perfect in medicine. There's a reason they want you to get every test question correct. There's a reason why you have to recite all the steps to a hysterectomy out loud and correctly before you can do them in my residency program. Because perfection is the goal when the margin for error is slim. But in life, the margin for error is not slim. Life is not the operating room. And I think that's a really important concept for us to grasp because it is okay to fail. And some of your most important times will come out of that failure. Some of the periods of your life where you will have the most growth and the most clarity on who you are, what you want, what you need, will come out of the worst moments of your whole life. And this is why some people will say that they don't have any regrets, even though things are really, really terrible, because it led you to where you are today. Maybe you wish you would have done things differently, handled it differently, whatever, but it leads you to where you are. So to look back at those moments and grow from them is super important. But more importantly is to understand that everyone has those moments. And if you live a life fearful, too fearful to be true to yourself, you are not living your life. And that's the point of this whole episode. So I want to challenge your brain a little bit. 
I'm a science girl. I'm nerdy. I love books. I love facts. I want things to make sense. If this, then that. I mean, I'm an endocrinologist. I love hormones, guys. That is the definition of things making sense. This talks to this, feeds back to that. Ah, so pretty, so nerdy, so sciencey. My sister, Meg, is a creator. And she's always been a creator. Always. She's been into art and visual stuff and computers since she was really little. She's got great online platforms. Not a plug for her, but you can always go follow her at meganmins.com. But the point is, she creates. And she's told me before that fear is the number one limiting factor in creation. She doesn't care about failing. She just puts it out there. It works or it doesn't work. Usually, some things will work. Some things won't work. So she learns from it and does it again and keeps creating. The point is just to get it out there, see how it's received, and learn from it. And that is like the opposite of my life because if you're a type A perfectionist doctor, you don't dare want to put anything out there until it's perfect. You want everything as perfect as possible. You want to make sure there's no kinks. You want it to have no typos or spelling errors. You want it perfect before you go. So you wait. So you don't publish the blog. You mess with the website for months and months. So you don't do the podcast because you're not sure if you can do it all correctly, if you can edit it, if you'll sound okay on the microphone. So you don't do it. So you don't start that Instagram account because you don't know who will take your photos or if you'll look good enough or if anybody will like it and maybe it will seem dumb. So you don't do it. For us in medicine or for us perfectionist types, we are the opposite of a creator. It doesn't mean we can't create. I mean, look at me. I've created lots of things now. You can read my words all over the place. You can hear my voice all over the place. I am full on in creation mode, but I have to work on it. What comes effortlessly to Meg? Just why would she even think about it? She's going to create and put it out there. I have to sit here and say, it's okay, Nat. Just get it out there. It doesn't have to be perfect. Sometimes getting your voice heard is more important than having it be perfect. And sometimes the things that you do will fail. They will fail. Not everything's going to be a hit. Some things you do will not be received or won't go to where you want them to be or it'll be worse. And that's okay too. Because you'll look backwards and figure out why it failed or what does failure even mean to you and you'll learn and grow and create something else. Life, no matter what field you're in, it is all about creating. We are creating connections relationships, words, content, stories, and more. I really believe that your story is your most powerful tool, but if nobody hears your story because you're too afraid of putting it out there, you aren't even using your most important tool. So I really want you to think about this. What is failure? What does that mean to you? What is success? What does that mean to you? Really, what do they mean? And what is the worst thing that happens to you if you fail? And is your definition of failure really failure? 
Because here's what I've learned. I'm afraid of failing, but what I'm really afraid of is the unknown, of not knowing what will be out there, not knowing how it will be received, not knowing if I could do it. It was a fear, and it was a fear of the unknown that really kept me from pushing forward, really kept me staying in bad situations. And there will be some people in your life who play on this fear of you. And as women, sometimes we let them because we really think we want to be perfect. I'll give a good example. Negotiating my first contract. I'm so afraid of how I'm going to be perceived. One, I don't really know what is normal or what's expected or what I can ask for. Number two, I don't want to come off in a certain way. I didn't want to seem greedy or full of myself or unappreciative or all these things that women should not be, that I'm sure if I was a man, I wouldn't feel this drive. I would just say what I wanted and move on with it. But I was really afraid of presenting myself in an unfavorable way that it led to me not being in the best situation. And I will tell you when I negotiated my second contract, you've probably heard me say this, I was switching jobs, super burnt out, Felt like I had nothing to lose. I did not want to be burnt out again. So I told myself, hey, Nat, what would a guy do? Would he try to dance around this and not talk about money? No way. Would he be worried about being perceived as unappreciative or wanting too much? No way. So I negotiated the second contract by saying, hey, CEO, here are the things that I need. This work schedule, this much money, this intellectual property protected, etc. I just said what I needed. And I said, hey, if you can't give me these things, no big deal. We can part ways and be good friends, but it obviously wouldn't be a good fit for us. Because I had learned at that point that the fear of being perceived as a certain way was just dumb. I didn't care how I was perceived. I knew what I needed. So I was pushing into the space without that fear, and it was life-changing. So you don't have to be afraid of what society tells you. Think of it this way. If that CEO had said, hey, we can't do those. I need you to work 80 hours a week and make this much money, and I want all your IP. Is that failing? Did I fail to negotiate if that contract didn't work out? No, I actually would have been learning that that was not the right job for me. But we are taught that failure is the opposite of success. We are taught that success is good and failure is bad. And if you're a girl like me, you don't want to be bad. You don't want to fail. So you want to avoid failure at all costs. And sometimes if you fail, you don't know what's next. I've given you the examples. I've had times in my life where I haven't had a plan B. I'm applying to medical school. If I don't get in, I don't have a plan B. If I don't get in, that would have been a failure. Is that the end of the world? No, I would have had to regroup. But what comes next is unknown. And that is really the scary thing. The what if I fail, then what is next? And that's what prevents us from going around. But we really have to change our perspective. Life is too short to sit here and stay stagnant and stay in the wrong thing or stay not doing all because of fear of failure. There are people I know who have stayed in bad positions, bad jobs, bad marriages, bad friendships, 
bad career paths, bad cities, all the wrong bad things because they were familiar. Why does the familiar feel safe? It does to so many people, even if it's terrible. And I've been there too. I'm drowning, but I I know what this trouble is. It really sucks, but at least I've identified it and it's not unknown. And for whatever reason in our subconscious, the known, even if it sucks bad, feels safe to us. And the unknown, even if it is amazing, feels too scary. This is ridiculous. This is the craziest thing. And I've been there myself, so I'm speaking from experience. This is the craziest thing. I really think this is one of the worst things we do to ourselves, playing this mind game of staying in the bad or staying in the stagnant or staying in the not doing because it is familiar, even if it's wrong. And I really, really, really want you to push past this and start asking yourself, what would Meg do? What would Meg, the creator, what would she do in these moments? Would she quit the job? Yep, she's quit jobs. Would she leave the city? Yep, she's left cities. Would she go out on her own? Yep, she went out on her own. Does she put things out there because she believes in them without fear that they may not work? That is beauty, you guys. That is inspirational. This is my little sister pushing all of us into a new world because this world is saying, hey, you are important and you are valuable. And what you say, what you think, what you care about, what you want to do, what you are passionate about, it matters. And if you are too afraid, nobody knows any of it. And that's the worst thing we can do. Stay in the bad position, be too afraid to move into the scary zone, or too afraid to really follow our heart at what it's telling us to do. This is where we start breaking apart and leading a really inauthentic life. When we're not true to ourselves, when we are living in this terrible but known space, serving this societal perception instead of what our heart really wants us to do because we're too afraid of failing, who really cares if you fail? In all reality, I want you to think of one thing you would love to do. Right now, think of it. Okay, great. Pause the podcast if you have to think about it. What happens if you go for that thing and you are not successful? What really happens? What is so bad that it's preventing you from going for it? And is it really that bad? Is it worth not doing because of that fear? What's the worst thing that happens? You spent your time doing something you're passionate about and it wasn't received well? Maybe you could take that knowledge and reframe your passion and then do it in a successful way. Is that really so bad? Is that fear of the unknown space? I want to do this thing, but I'm not sure. Is that worth holding you back? I'll give you my own example. I want to write a book. I want to write a modern fertility empowering book, a book about the current sphere of women's health care and what I want women all across to know about their bodies in a very educational and empowering way. You guys know this, and I've started the book. I have a proposal, and my agent has it, and she is shopping it out there. And you know what? It may fail. Nobody may want the book. Nobody. And so really, what's the worst thing that happens? 
I have spent hours and hours and hours and hours writing a book proposal because nobody tells you, but it's this huge deal. And it's like 40 pages and 20,000 words and a whole proposal all about the book, chapters outline, chapters are written. It's intense. Okay, so I've spent time cultivating an idea, researching and formulating what I want to say, and my agent shops it around and nobody wants it. Okay, well, then I still have this book proposal. I could self-publish it on my own. I could release it into free content. I could make an online course about it. I could read it to you and a bajillion podcast episodes. I don't know, but none of those things sound so bad, except maybe my pride is hurt that nobody wants my book. But none of that should be the reason why I'm not doing it. What's the best thing that happens? I write a book, you guys. Like, that's amazing. That's a lifelong dream. And women get educated. Women like the book. My point is, this is not at all about my book that may or may not fail or may or may not succeed. The whole point is every single thing you do may work or it may not work. But no failure is a true failure. It is a branching point for more things. You learn about yourself. You learn about your dreams. You learn about what you want. And you take those lessons and you reshape yourself into that next version of you. We all have a lot of different versions of ourselves. And hopefully what we look at is they're not all existing at once, but we are constantly morphing ourselves into that person who is really true to our hearts and who we are supposed to be. And that's the person I want you to become. I want you to be authentic to you so that regardless of if you succeed or fail, you say, that was the right move for me because I was standing up for myself, doing something I'm passionate about, doing what I believe in. I'm making decisions in line with my heart. You're never going to look back and regret that, guys. Because here is the thing. You are not perfect. You will fail. So embrace it. Lean right on in to your failure. Okay, because failure is essential to becoming yourself. It may hurt. It may suck. Nobody wants to fail. I get it. But it is not at all something to be afraid of. If you fail at something you are doing that's in line with who you are, what you stand for, what you believe in, what you want, desire, you're not failing. You're not failing. If you look backwards and say, hey, I still wrote that book proposal because I still believe women deserve to be educated, that's not really a failure. It's a strength. It is looking at life as a series of opportunities and knowing that some you will succeed and some you will fail, but all of them are going to help you grow and help you be who you are and do the amazing things that you are going to do because life is all about choices and doing nothing is a choice. Fear of failure will keep you complacent and prevent you from making the choices that you need to make. Nothing is a choice. Accepting the wrong thing because it's too scary to leave is a choice. And you need to make choices in line with your true self, your true heart, and who you really are, regardless of the outcome. Regardless, sometimes you will succeed, but sometimes you will fail. Sometimes people may laugh at you. Sometimes you may be embarrassed, but probably you are going to be just fine, even if you fail. And probably you're going to be great because you're going to succeed. And probably your only regret 
will be that you've been afraid for so long, but no matter what happens with that choice, you will grow. And that is the thing. Growth takes effort. You take effort. Becoming who you want to be takes effort. If you want to be a healthy, good representation to your kids of what health and wellness look like, you've got to work out and cook meals, give your kids healthy food, model good behavior, go to the doctor. You have to do those things and those take effort. You take effort. Becoming who you are or who you want to be takes effort. And failing is okay. You should look that fear in the eye. And that's what I do now. I'm like, oh God, what if I fail? Okay, maybe I will. But I'm going to do it anyway. Because in the end, I know that I can handle it. And I know if I'm making choices in things that are right for me, I'm choosing me. And I need you guys to choose you. You deserve it. You deserve to make choices in line with who you are. And you deserve not to be too afraid to make them. I know the unknown is scary. I know that failure is bad, or we are taught that failure is bad. But power is choosing yourself. Power is being true to who you are. Power lets you look fear in the eye and say, I'm doing it anyway. Power is how we grow and how we change the world. You can make more impact than you know. You can do great and amazing things. Maybe you don't want to make a big impact or do great and amazing things, and that's fine. But at the end of the day, when this life that is transient and really short is over, I want you to look back and be proud of the choices that you make. And if in your past you haven't been true to yourself, that's okay, my friends. If you let other people drive your narrative, if you let others make choices for you because you were too afraid to speak up for yourself, or you didn't feel strong enough, or they took advantage of you, or you just made the wrong choice, that is okay, my friends. Today is a new day. Tomorrow is another one. Every day you are faced with choices and opportunities to be true to yourself. And it is time that fear is no longer what holds you back. I want to end with just a couple more things. I want you to think about one thing you would do if you knew you could succeed. Dream big, whatever it is. And why are you not doing it? How can you overcome whatever is preventing you from doing it? Number two, I want you to try to recognize what choices you are making that are wrong for you. Remembering that nothing itself is a choice. And try to look inside and see if that's the right thing for you or not. And don't be afraid to go into that unknown scary place. Because maybe you'll be like me and end up a thousand times better than where you were last year. But you don't know if you don't go into that space. And number three, I really think a part of failure being so, so bad is that we don't ever celebrate our success very well. And I'm guilty of this too. I'm on to the next thing in my brain before I celebrate, or I feel too weird celebrating it. I actually feel weird when I win the Austin Birth Award for Best Fertility Specialist, putting it on Instagram. I have this moment of, oh my gosh, are people going to think I'm bragging? Who the F cares? Brag, guys. Brag on yourself. Pop the champagne for yourself. Let your friends make a big deal of you and soak it up. Soak up the moments. If you never celebrate your success, 
and you're living in a constant state of fear of failure, what are you doing? Ride the ride. Life is full of highs and lows. If you're going to live in the lows and learn from them, which we're all going to have, scream at the top of your lungs at the highs. Put your arms up at the top of the roller coaster and soak up those moments. Nobody's actually going to say, I look at Nat bragging on herself. Your friends want to celebrate with you. They're going to say, good job, Nat. I'm so proud of you. And instead of being like, oh, no big deal. I've worked hard, blah, blah, blah. Say, yes, man, I work hard at that job. And I love taking care of women. And I am the best dang fertility specialist in Austin. Be proud of your own moments. Celebrate your success. Let others celebrate with you because you deserve it. You deserve it. Stop letting fear be the number one thing that holds you back. Lean into those failures so you can have more of the successful moments and understand that every choice you make is a choice. Just be true to you. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I just love you all so much and I can't tell you how this podcast has changed my life. Can't wait to see where it goes next. I want to say thank you for every rating, review, share, comment, email. It just means so much to me. Keep them coming. I'm saving everything you send in for future episodes. So we're going to keep this podcast rolling. As always, you can follow me at Natalie Crawford MD on Instagram or the blog, NatalieCrawfordMD.com. And I look forward to seeing you soon. Mm-hmm.